What's going on? Welcome to Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. I am your host, Josh, here with my co-host, KG. And uh, first and foremost, we'd like to apologize for there being no Thursday episode. We've been very consistent. Uh, we're sorry we missed that one. It has just been a chaotic time for us. No excuses going forward. We got everything leveled out. So this Thursday, we actually have the Call and Away podcast going up quickly just to uh, you know, address some housekeeping stuff. Uh, we did actually film the episode, and we were planning on having it up last Tuesday, uh, but we felt the audio wasn't up to standard. You know, even from our first interview, a lot of people let us know that that wasn't their favorite, and you know, we really want to do things excellently, so we actually refilmed it. We got it up. Uh, the audio is fantastic, so it's something to look forward to. We got timestamps and everything going on now in the description, so we're just leveling up this podcast, and we want to make sure we're bringing you the best quality as well as the best content as usual that's it so without further ado let's do it we got some questions once again man this guy hits us up all the time what do you think of a a song that you sing each mailbox monday some questions some questions for mailbox monday (laughs) we're gonna lose all our listeners yeah they're they're gone now (laughs) i mean that's pretty catchy like just i kind of like that maybe we'll keep that some questions for mailbox monday that's it just anyways monday um, so <laughs> we, we got the coffee going as y'all can tell we're fired up and we crushed a huge leg workout today kind of but <laughs> there's uh, there's times where we, we were gonna film a podcast and we did film one and the uh, audio gave out and we just sometimes you just don't want to get into the gym yeah um, it's we know we've just had face adversity this week has been a good week though it was one of those weeks where you know I think we felt a little uncomfortable and we're big believers that when you feel uncomfortable it means you're growing yeah so so why don't we just address the question that we we're gonna film a video on because we do get asked pretty often like how do you fall back in love with lifting? Yeah, so that's exactly it. Oh, there you go Durango RT RT I wish we're sitting in the uh, in the car as usual because that's where we film and we just Observe the passerbys and see some cool cars. Kyle almost got smoked by a Tesla. So Kyle, how is your let's start with this I have a question for you. All right. Let's how was your it. first experience getting in an accident? Okay? Yeah, I this is a great question because we're not just fitness dudes We don't just yeah, live let's talk a little bit about our life. What's going on? So we're in Ohio um, I was just casually cruising along with the boys Josh had a Diet Coke in hand and um, I'm the only one who took the Diet Coke. To I take that in. now kind of have PTSD in a weird way like not actually but I was looking in my rearview mirror because I kind of just have a habit of doing it when I know there's like a pretty quick stop and I see a guy just coming full force at me and I'm like, oh no, there's no way he's not going to stop. And then boom, just got freaking railed from behind and uh, <laughs> as weird as that sound. And, and guess anyways, what kind of car it was. It was a Beamer, of course, <laughs> as you guys probably all guessed. Sorry for all you Beamer drivers. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry. I was pretty chill. Like, I started kind of like yelling because I was like so thrown off. Josh and well, the boys. Well, me, like, for my experience, my my coke went all over the hood of his car and i'm thinking in my head way to go kyle you just ruined your own car you idiot Mm -hmm. because you know we'll play with each other we both have pretty fast cars kyle is a hellcat you know i have my toyota corolla no he's got a and uh, but and then when when you rip it you know it jerks you back a little but yeah it threw forward in my head i was just thinking what did you do kyle like how did you do that like you slam on the brake and then i kind of cued in that we got in an accident kyle was kind of like oh we're we're like what the heck it's on the freeway we're in a different country it was a whole thing but yeah Yeah, like i just i didn't think i was like oh man this sucks like i was kind of like 
so annoyed, but then I was like, oh, we'll deal with it. But then I realized, like, and I've never been in an accident uh, until now, and I realized, like, the, I've probably made, like, 50 phone calls, had to deal with his insurance, which is from the States, and, uh, you know, go to get a rental car, and now I'm driving this crappy light blue Jeep Compass, and I keep calling consistently saying, hey, is my car ready? And I called today, is my car ready? And I was talking to all my clients this week, because they're like, hey, it still doesn't look like you have your car. I'm like, oh, they said this week, but you know it's going to be next week, and then I call, and then they said it again, and they're like, yep. It's not ready, but it's next week. So it's been over a month. I'm really missing my car. And I, I would, the way, best way I describe it is just a huge inconvenience. My yeah. car is now worth less money. It's just, it, it's, so I miss it. So it's safe it. to say you don't want to get another accident. And, I was and just, you weren't at fault, too. And I wasn't to at fault. And it's just like, I he said his brakes failed. Anyways, make a long story short. Don't text and drive. I guarantee you that dude was texting. I mean, I know in the States it's a little looser, but in Canada, you yeah. cannot text and drive. You it get just rude. sucks. But at the end of the day, like, I'm very annoyed. But at the end of the day, when there's always, like... Just at the end of the at day. At the end of the day. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. There's always things that come your way, and, you know, you just got to deal with it and, and try your best not to be the victim. And I keep trying to tell myself, okay, it happens. Move on. Try not to it's be true. too annoyed. And uh, when you have things that come at you... And and come your way, you just deal with it the way best way you can. And it's a good bridge into fitness, you know, because I think a lot of people when when adversity comes, yeah. they really double down on the "woe is me." Oh, something happened. I can't stick to my nutrition. I can't go to the gym. I'm just gonna let myself. You know, Kyle could go. I'm too busy with my car. I can't work out. I can't eat. And as silly as that sounds, these are the excuses we hear quite frequently, right? Yeah. So you you know you can't just. Don't go into that woe is me. Just keep trucking on. Keep living your life and understand these bumps happen. And even, you know, in your diet or your fitness, whatever it may be, roadblocks come up, bumps happen. You just got to keep, you know, what's that song? Uh, keep moving on. I no, it's, some, it's a country song. Just keep... Oh, man, this is going to bother me now. Anyways, there's some song that when life comes, just keep moving on. I, I know someone knows what I'm referring someone to. Will. It's but, a country uh, song. It's like Toby Keith. Toby Keith. Hmm. I'll have to look it up, but it's so true, though. It's like there's so many different things pulling you in different directions, and you just keep moving on. That's it. Well, let's move on before I go crazy yeah. trying to remember this song. It's like in the office, and they go, break me off a piece of that. <laughs> and you can't remember it the whole... Anyways... Funny thing, uh, that's a good show. Anyways, next question. <laughs> well, first question, since we just went on that little... Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, hopefully everyone likes a little fun. I, we realize it can be a little robotic, and I think a podcast, half the fun is a little discussion, you know, it's like you're hanging yeah. along here, and it's unfortunate you can't join in the conversation. We'd love that, but I, know. I like it when I listen to people, you know, yeah, just, just talking life. Um, so yeah, we did get asked though, um, and similar to that video that we filmed without our microphone being on, how do you fall in love with fitness if you hit a roadblock and you know don't seem to be enjoying the gym anymore? So yeah, the, the first thing I recommend everyone understand is as amazing and as strong as someone may look in life, like how... You know, someone might seem like they could never be defeated, like they're the most inspirational, motivational person, like people you follow. Understand, like ourselves and all the other fitness professionals, everyone we talk to, everyone has, you know, their adversities. Everyone deals with not being motivated or not being in the moment or not being inspired, right? Like, we're all human. No one is perfect. So I think some people are better at masking it than others. So you have to understand, you know, I, I always tell clients too, you know, like when someone's, everything's going right, they're super fired up. I'm like, look, this is your downhill journey. This 
it's a super easy. Just know eventually, you know, it's going to be uphill. So really cling on to the good times. Remember how motivated and good things were. Because, you know, when you're in a rut, it can be all you can think of. You can say, what's wrong with me? Why can't I fix this? But even going into Kyle's example, you really want to avoid that woe is me first and foremost. You want to say, what actionables can I do to break out of this? You know, how can I get inspired? How can I fix this? You know, if you're being really wishy-washy with your nutrition, just to accept the reality that you need to double down, be accurate, and be consistent is going to do you a world of good, um, especially for motivation. I find just, you know, accepting reality. And for me, mindset's a big thing each morning. You know, if you keep saying, oh, it's, I don't want to work out, I don't want to work out, I don't want to work out, you're not going to work out. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact, 100%. Whereas if you say, you know what, I'm going to do this, it's going to be an amazing work. I'm going to do this, it's going to be an amazing workout. You can really kind of trick your mind and, you know, you can be your biggest motivator by giving yourself belief or, you know, or you can be the person that's holding yourself back by giving yourself doubt. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm too tired. Oh, I had a long day. You know, like think of reasons why, not reasons why not. Dude, that was amazing. I, uh, just to add on to that, um, I think sometimes we really take the take advantage of the fact that we have the ability to go to the gym to move in a you know uh, functional way and just lift weights and have just even uh, money to pay for a gym membership or whatever it is that we have. Instead of saying I have to go to the gym, shift the word to I get to go to the gym. Oh, I think like of it that. as a privilege to be able to go lift weights, spend time with your friends there, and I guarantee you'll start to appreciate it more. One of the biggest things about what we do on YouTube and on podcasts is you see on Instagram everyone and we don't post much on Instagram right now which is something we need to get into but everyone looks like their life is perfect they're loving the gym every second they've never had any ruts and we'll be the first to tell you on this podcast that there have been times especially for me where I've I've gone maybe a couple months going into the gym and just felt like I was aimlessly wandering towards nothing and I didn't really want to work out and it just felt like I was wasn't doing it for much and that's kind of what we're here to give you a couple tips on and for me personally I went back to the reason why I was working out and I went back to like okay what exercises do I actually enjoy what's gonna fire me up what's gonna make me want to continue to work out and and follow this routine so um, I went back to a couple different exercises like we were just squatting and deadlifting for like an hour and a half and I was like this isn't what I actually enjoy I like doing more functional training things that are you know gonna give me a bit more of a pump and just really find those things that you enjoy and put it back into your routine if uh, if you're not doing them so that's kind of it. There's a bunch of different things we could add on there, but you know, there are times where you're just not going to enjoy it and you got to take a step back and realize what you're doing it for and find different ways to, you know, creative ways, maybe hire a coach to let them put together a routine that you're going to enjoy, that you're going to want to stick to and all that good stuff. What do we got next? So another question we had was, um, what's your view on interference, i.e. will running three times a week inhibit muscle gains or is it just good to be doing both if you enjoy it you want to hit that one first yeah this is a this is a very um this is uh, i used to be a runner um i will say uh it's such a it's such a tough answer uh tough question to answer right off the bat without knowing like a whole lot of history like are you doing long intervals are you like running like 10 kilometers each time um but i do want to experiment this summer one of my goals is to actually run a 10k this year i haven't told anyone about it yet but i do really want to do that um i will say when i was a runner and i was extremely skinny uh it was very hard to just focus on both things both trying to run trying to get faster and also trying to gain muscle they kind of contradict each other in one way Way or another um, so I will say it's just important to really pick your focus I would say like okay 
Muscle gain is my absolute focus. Yeah, I'm gonna be in a caloric surplus. I'm gonna focus on lifting weights and then use the running as maybe a little bit of a you know, side focus, if that makes sense. It's gonna be very tough to do both and excel uh, at both of them at the exact same time. But if you do wanna you know, focus on the muscle gain and then you have an extra little bit of time on the weekend, you can absolutely run. Um, assuming that you're in a caloric surplus, you'll be able to gain a lot of muscle. And uh, you just gotta make sure you're recovering though because I will say, like even yesterday morning, I did do a tiny bit of running uh, and it's just even going into the workout afterwards I felt like I was not there mentally I wasn't able to perform to the best of my ability so you want to make sure that you're not letting one take over the other uh, and just really you know know what you're striving towards what was the term they used I, this you is said the interference yeah I understand I've never heard it referred to as that so that's cool but I get what he's asking so yeah simple answer your body actually there's studies on this so if you were you, that's why it's always recommended you start with your primary goal sorry i'm just a little so thirsty. you um for instance if you run you know your body's going to kind of put itself it sounds super hippie but there's actually studies to back it your body's going to put yourself in a energy kind of response to that you know for longer distance control whereas when you're lifting it's going to be more quick output strength-based training right so it'll be it'll kind of vary the muscle fibers you use that's why you always want to start with your primary lift first so, you know, if you really care about your physique more than anything, you should do that and then run. Um, but if you care more about your cardio, you should do that and then physique training. So your body does have some response to that. Is it significant? Not necessarily, but it is something to consider. And then past that, like interference, um, it's definitely going to do a lot. Um, like running is very contrary to physique development, right? It's consistent, rapid motion that doesn't change body comp too much, really pushes out a lot of calories, deprives a lot of glycogen, sodium from your muscles. So it is definitely more of a detriment than a positive for body comp improvement unless you're trying to diet. Saying so, once again, is it the end of the world if you run every here and there, do something minor? No. Is it most optimal? No. But can you do it if you want to? Why not? Like, and the truth is, if I wanted to be my biggest, best self, you know, I would sleep for as many hours as I can. I wouldn't really move much, you know, at all, unless I'm in the gym. I wouldn't walk too much. You know, I'd minimize that. And then in the gym, I would maximize everything there. And, you know, like, we don't live to, you know, achieve maximum results. It's just not realistic. So, you know, if you're someone like, like even clients say, oh, I want to be a bodybuilder, but I want to do kickboxing classes, is this okay? You're not going to be your biggest self necessarily, but I've always lived, why the heck not? Like, if you have fun kickboxing and you might not be your juiciest, best self, whatever, at least you're going to have fun and enjoy it. So you have to ask yourself, are you a top-level competitor yeah. who yeah. wants needs to be the biggest, swollest, most perfect version where everything needs to be monitored and perfect? Or are you someone who just wants to look great, feel great, and then still, enjoy the and process. you like to run, you like to whatever, then run. Why the heck not? You're still going to look great. And uh, it, once again, don't confuse this for you'll look like crap if you start running or you start doing something else. Just understand, things will take away. Like, if I wanted to be, a, like, I used to play a lot of hockey and I used to skateboard a lot. And the skateboarding definitely screwed me a bit for hockey because I'd be a little tired. My legs would be tired. And I remember my coaches used to get so mad. Um, like, what's his, the guy we both know? Howard? Howard. Howard, yeah. He used yeah. to get really mad at me. He'd say, man, yeah. if you just stop skateboarding, you'd be such a good hockey yeah. player. You know, you're wasting too much energy and focus there, which is fair. And it's he's completely 100% right. Yeah. But I really liked to skateboard. Yeah. And I was okay with, you know, not being the best hockey player, not being the best skateboarder because I could do both and have a lot of fun. So it's kind of the same thing. If you put all your focus into one thing it's going to be a lot better than put your focus into two but sometimes 
do putting your focus into two is just okay. So it's a very personal question, um, but I really like that you asked this and it's something to consider. Dude, that was a great response. I think one of the reasons I do want to slightly get back into running, even though I know it will slightly affect my muscle gain and just my whole entire fitness journey um, as a whole, is that long term it'll make it a little bit more sustainable, more fun, bring me back to the roots, similar to what we were saying, how to fall back in love with fitness. Do things you actually enjoy, even if it may have some negative effect in one way or another, if it's something that brings you more happiness and more joy, then you know, go for it. Yeah, the one thing I really like, I'm not so much of a runner, but the one time, if I feel groggy or mentally I'm not dialed in, I'll run just to get the runners high, because that's a good feeling, man. Like when you're done, you know, yeah. you just feel like, okay, I'm, I'm in it, I've done it. It's a really cool feeling. Look at Kyle, for instance. He, his goal is to look good, be pretty jacked, he's a trainer, whatever. But at the end of the day, he's not a top level competitor right now. He's not doing anything like that. He can still look amazing, still be very strong, and still run like moderately. Obviously, it's a different story if you're running ultras or yeah, that's marathons insane. or something. That's gonna significantly impair you. But for everyday person, like I just don't overthink it. Too many people overthink this stuff. I have too, yeah. and that's why I've done a ton of research on it. But that's that's the best answer. Awesome. So we got another question basically saying my friend is actually quite overweight and I keep trying to convince him that he needs to work out, but he just won't seem to listen. Do you have any tips on how I can get into his head and get him to start working out? Oh man. That's a good one. With with friends it's tough. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I find you can't get anyone to do anything unless they yeah. want to do it first. And I, I stand by that. To do that properly, right? Yeah. Like yeah. so many I can say you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to be better with your money, you need to, you know, be better with your sleep, whatever. People don't care. Unless someone wants to do it themselves, you will not convince them. Like mm -hmm. it's hard. But I think what you can do is encourage them. Yeah. Um, first and foremost lead by example, you know, live a healthy life show that it's not that bad. Uh, you can try to bring them with you and try to get them to understand themselves, why they need it, why it's important. You know, like say, hey, if you do this, you'd feel this much better, you'd look good, you feel better in clothes, like come try it out with me and then they'll decide on their own that they wanna mm -hmm. do it. Okay, last question, I think this is a cool one. It's a question I got asked personally from one of my clients so I won't say who asked it, but I think it's a really good one. So um, essentially the client had one of their friends say, why are you tracking your macros? Uh, all you need to do is do keto and you'll lose a ton of weight, um, right? And not so much a question, more of a statement. And then they were asked my opinion on this. And now, uh, just very recently, actually earlier today, um, the same client said that uh, one of their friends, uh, who is also apparently, they said that all of her, their friends are now dietitians or something apparently, right? Because they're all offering advice, you know, when you start to lose weight. And that they told um, the individual that calorie, versus cal calorie in versus calorie out is a myth and you can lose weight without exercising. Um, and that this uh, individual needs to try paleo. That's how they're going to do it. All that matters is paleo. And I think it was tied to a specific um, product. I don't want to give it any light because it's dumb. But so I guess if I were to formulate a question, you know, it's kind of like, is calorie versus in a myth? Are these diets better or better or 
Anyway, it's better than normal conventional calorie in versus out. So, you know, even with Colin DeWay podcast, he said it well. Calorie in versus calorie out is pretty much a matter of fact. Uh, it's been proven you can lose weight with anything. People have done it with Twinkies. People have done it only to McDonald's. It will work. Now, it's not going to optimize your health. Now, diets um, kind of, you know, you adhere to a specific rule book. And uh, it's hard to say whether these diets are any better than normal eating or if they're just better because it restricts other bad things that you would have. So is it just restriction or is it this diet? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all, all, like what I mean by that is if you're restricting all these crappy foods and you know you're someone who always has pops and chips and then you get pushed to paleo and you can't have these things, it's not the paleo doing it. It's you just eating less and eating less crap. Mm-hmm. Like that's all it really comes down to. It's not that any of these foods are superior. This diet is superior. It's the restriction. Uh, so even to flexible dieting, calorie in versus calorie out, there's been numerous, numerous studies, hundreds of thousands of studies. It's common fact. It's commonplace. And yes, there are external factors that do matter quite a lot to this, you know, like how active you are, your age. And with the exception of thyroid, it pretty much comes down to that. It's how your body adapts. And I really, I've said this before, but if I pick anyone up, throw them on an island, there's no food around. They have to hunt and move for food. They're going to lose a crap ton of weight. Their body's going to adapt. They're going to become super lean, um, not eat much food, super adaptable. It's a matter of fact. It's not like they're going to hold their comp and be like, oh, I'm big boned, right? It's just not a matter of fact. So a lot of people will give input, um, but they'll give input based on emotion, not off research. So I think anything you hear, and I mean, everyone's their own individual and everyone should explore anything they hear or challenge anything. You know, even if you want to challenge things we say, definitely go to the research. But at the end of the day, I'm confident to say that, you know, the opinions we voice are not just opinions. They're actually embedded in science or research or current science. And it's not just merely an opinion that I'm throwing at you because it worked for a friend of a friend. You know, I look at studies, I look at my personal experience, I look at my shared experience with clients, and that's why we're not just... And it's not like we're trying to sell anything here. Paleo, I mean, I could invent the Josh diet where you eat oranges, um, rice, and only meat. Those are your three. The only carb you need is orange and rice. You lose weight. And then meat, some protein and fat. You lose a crap ton of weight. I can market it, sell you some magic guide you need of how many oranges a day because of vitamin C. You know what I mean? And then before you know it, you go, wow, I lost 10 pounds for two weeks. And then you go back and you gain 20 because it's the dumbest diet in the world. Who wants to eat orange, rice, and meat for the rest of their life? Dude, let's do that. Let's let's invent that. Yeah, if we were scummy, we'd make some scam thing and do it. But flexible dieting is essentially saying, hey, you can do what you want in life. It's like money. If I said flexible money spending buy that whatever the heck you want you know keep it to your wants save your 80 percent but for 20 percent go have some fun things you know you like to buy fast cars make sure it's within the allocation of your 20 percent do what you enjoy within budget yeah be realistic and it's gonna work it's the same factor so i don't know if it's a question or a rant but that's something i'm very passionate about no it's good and the main thing is like whether it's the carnivore the paleo the rt the the whatever it is there's the challenger rt and i'm really missing my car right now he's driving past looking like a boss oh man i miss it anyways um anyways the the main thing will be uh you know you'll be within a caloric deficit so like so many people love to you know stick to this one fad keto thing and it will work for people but you've got to be in the deficit and we just find flexible dieting someone goes on vacation for a week following our flexible dieting approach they're not coming back gaining 15 pounds because they're on keto and then they've binged out on vacation like they're still able to stay on track and you know lose weight or at least maintain it exactly and eventually you know your body will hit a standstill because 
that it's adaptable. That's why you can't just slash calories forever and lose weight. Things need to be done in between. Carb refeeds, um, diet breaks, all these effective tools are important on top of um, you know intake versus output. But at the end of the day, that's what it really comes down to. Obviously, there are little minor details, but you know anyone looking past that is either looking probably to sell you something or just trying to quick affirm their own belief. Quick fix that will not work. Like once again, now going back to the money, I could say cut out all your spending. The only things you need are a little bit of food each day and your place to Rent, live, yeah. right? That, what are you gonna do the rest of your life? Never spend a penny, not yeah. buy a coffee, not buy clothing? Like no, it's not realistic. It, sure, telling you to do that will work for a few weeks, but it's not applicable to your life. And, That's a great analogy. Yeah, just something to consider, kind of to end this here, but yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I know we got over a couple questions, but we do need more questions. So message us on Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We greatly appreciate every single one of you, especially if you've made it this far. You're the real MVP. Please leave a review, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Peace. Peace.